Well, hey everybody, welcome to another very special, perhaps the most special episode of Save for the Show ever. I have a very special guest. With me is Mr. Rick Fields, my dad, here live in Las Vegas. Rick, hello, Dad. Hey, glad to be here. Been, been waiting for this for a long time. Yes, this is an out-of-studio show. I'm in my parents' house, which is fun. I'm here on business, which is weird. I've never been to Vegas for business, but I'm here this week, and I'm here in-house, and it's always nice to be here. My mom ironed my shirt before a very important business which, meeting. Which, by the way, I, I've never seen more wrinkles in anything oh, well. than that shirt. I don't know if you slept in it. Listen but. to that. Well, you have mom to thank for that. So it did, it did look very good. Mom is an awesome ironer. Thank you. It, thank you to her. Yeah, so every time I come to town, mom, I think part of her is always she wants to do stuff. She wants to make breakfast. She wants to make me feel a bit like her, her kid again. So she ironed my shirt, and it was great. <laughs> and it looked beautiful on you. Thank you. So I'm here and happily have my pop on the show, and I'm hoping our voices don't sound too similar. My grandma called before the show, who is, how old's Bubby? 87. 87 and still pretty whip smart. And, you know, she called and I answered and she thought I was Ricky, her, her son, and she thinks my cousin, my dad, we all sound the same. But hopefully our voices sound different enough. <laughs> well, I, I hope so. I hope I sound like your dad. There you go. Hello? See, yes, you're here on the show as my dad, and a pleasure to have you. So, so thank you for being on. So, you know, I know you've listened to a few of the shows, and you know, a lot of what I do is the real treat. So, we'll start off. I'll do my own real treat to kind of you know break the the real treat hymen for for the shows tonight. So, I hate to. A Did lot you of, say hymen? Hymen, yes. Huh. So, <laughs> this is a. I don't know if this is an R-rated show. I'd, I'd say it's R-rated. Yeah, it could it could be X-rated, but I'll, I'll compose myself. I won't be na- I, I'll, I'll yeah. be I'll be a good dad. There you go, good. Yeah, no X-rated dad <laughs> tonight. So, I would say my real treat right now, which for a lot of people in Northern California is the Niners. The 49ers are in the Super Bowl, which is really cool. Especially cool for me is the quarterback for the 49ers is Colin Kaepernick, who went to my alma mater, UNR. I didn't go to school at the same time as him, but. Listen, UNR doesn't have a... It's got some stuff going for it. It has a really good mining school. And the journalism school, which I went to, believe it or not, is one of the top 10 journalism schools in the nation. However, Colin Kaepernick being a Super Bowl quarterback from UNR, it's a big deal. And it's a big deal in San Francisco. It's a big deal in Northern California. Right now, it's a good time to be a San Francisco sport fan. Giants won the World Series, and now the 49ers are in the Super Bowl. So other than me being in Las Vegas with my lovely father on my show as a real treat. I can't have my real treat be my guest. That's too uh, meta. That doesn't, you know, it's like breaking the fourth wall. So my real treat is certainly the What's fourth... that mean, breaking the fourth wall? I never heard The that. fourth wall? Like... <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. That means like in a show, them sort of admitting they're on a show. So uh, if gotcha. it was a, a comedy show... That's a show, talking, a ta- showbiz word. Right, so like talking to the camera... Like, um, I don't know, like, I'm trying to think of a comedy, like Scrubs, or I don't know, a show where they would talk to the camera, like, aware that they're a television show, breaking the fourth wall, the fourth wall being, like, the audience. Anyways, so, or meta, you probably don't know what meta means either. I don't know what that means either. So meta being, like, I'm on my show, talking about my show, it's, how how do I, 
Is it, that like narcissism? No, <laughs> it sounds like it. It's more like an inside joke that's talking about it. It's, it's like a joke in a joke. It's, it's like a, a really deep, weird joke. Whatever. My real treat would be you because I love you and I appreciate you being on. However, it's the 49ers. So what's your real treat? Well, I like the 49ers because you like them, <laughs> honestly. And the fact that you and Evan went to a game... Oh, yeah. and, and that picture that you sent me yeah. is my wallpaper on my iPhone. And to me, I show that to anyone who's interested in it's looking a, at a, a grandfather's photo. picture. And if any of you follow me on Instagram, you've seen that picture. It's Evan and I That's at the true. game. But honestly, I have to tell you, my best treat. Real was, treat. My real treat, <laughs> I swear. My real treat was over Christmas when you and I golfed oh, at Shadow okay. Creek. That was great. Yeah, when we went out there, we were the only two people out there golfing at the most incredible golf course. I, I felt like a Smoking celebrity. a cigar, drinking cocktails, having a buzz, golfing. I don't remember laughing so much. Oh, my God. To me, any, any man, any father who enjoys golf, part of their... I wouldn't say it's a fantasy, but part of their life is to golf with their son. There are father and son, like golf tournaments. But the fact that you and I were out there, just the two of us, golfing, laughing, having a good time at the most incredible golf course in Nevada, to me was a treat that I will cherish forever. I I wish... Honestly, well, I think it's, I, let's make it a tradition. I think yeah, we should try to do it every Christmas. Oh, I, I hope so. I absolutely hope so. And I even told mom when I came home that this might have been one of the greatest days oh, of my life. That's I sweet, loved it. Dad. That's we sweet. had so much fun. It was a great day. Yeah, it was and I cool. didn't even shoot that bad. I don't golf very often. Yeah. But I, you know, <laughs> out of the what sixty shots I had, I probably had like six. Good you had ones. some good <laughs> shots. Once I straightened you out a little, you bit, did. Told you, you really just, gave me some good tips. You're, and I'm, you're and I mean, I'm just an average golfer. But we, we so had, um, that was so much fun. I don't, you know, plus we had that like triple uh, vodka, <laughs> something, whatever the <laughs> that bartender makes made fun. us. That guy, Kevin, the bartender. Yeah. I mean, I was fucked up. I got to <laughs> tell you. Thank God the buzz wore off before he we went yeah, home. But no, I had so much that was fun. fun. It was a blast. Our, our game got, it got our better. It went from bad to worse. Well, you, you know what? Me? For a minute there, I think when you drink, when you golf, it gets a little better. But then it got worse as well, we sort of stopped well, caring. Yeah. Then the, the clock caring. is ringing. Oh, yeah, the clock is ringing. Your mom was supposed to turn that off. <laughs> the grandfather the clock. The grandfather clock. There. Well, that's just part of the right, studio right. ambiance. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. A real it's, studio would have that, too. It's, real, it's true. Well, no, that, that was a great day. It, it was fun. That's my special treat. That real treat. My real treat. <laughs> it's my real treat. treat. Or good my treat. real treat. Real what, treat. Whatever I got you want it. Real it. treat. Well, no, that was a great day. And, and the thing about that golf course, which is crazy, is I think we golfed on December 23rd. Right, it was a couple of days before Christmas. Yes, and this golf course, I felt like I've never—I don't think I've ever felt more kind of like a celebrity, where you can't just like golf on this course. It's like a private course. You have to be like a super casino player. I think other than us, there was like one other group golfing this entire right. course that day. That's so right. I felt like a complete badass, and you and I were just tooling around and having fun and. It was a great day. Yeah, that, you know what I regret, trip. though? I should have let you drive the cart. A little more? I really do. I'm you know sorry. I, I thought know, about that. You know. I thought about that. And I told Mom, I should have let you drive the cart because it's kind of like being a kid 
Because you can drive anywhere you want. And yeah. at Shadow Creek, they don't care where you drive. You could but go like four-wheeling and I stuff. relinquished the car driving to you. I thought yeah. that was more like, I'm here. If I was there with Don, my father-in-law, yeah. I'd let him drive too. I was, I was like your you. chauffeur. I was like, I was like I your know. golf caddy. I, I didn't consider you my chauffeur, but more yeah. like my, my guide. Yeah. And like you knew where to go. Uh, however, as a youngster, I would have loved to just you know. Done well, next time, next time, next time, you, I'm next driving. time you got the wheel. All right, next time it's I'm your, driving, it's, you're all. It's it's you. I, I was very aware of letting you drive most of it. I think I drove for a couple, mm-hmm. but you know, you sort of set the pace. That's your course. You knew yeah. what to do. So that's a great road. And treat. we smoked some incredible cigars. Cigars were great. I'm not much of a cigar guy, but those cigars we smoked were like those were like the real oh deal. My God. Those were Davidoff double R's. They were. Incredible. Yeah, those, those were the real deal. Anybody could smoke a cigar like that and enjoy it. Yeah. So yeah, golfing, cigar, drinking yeah. with your with your boy. So yeah, so what is That's that like? My, that is my that is my treat. So what's that like now? You're a grown man. I'm a grown man. I mean, like I see my own son who's six. I mean, I'm 32. I, that that's a long time to have me been in your life. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if this is more of a question or more of a statement, but like. What's it like having a son who, I'm a, I'm a man now, I have my own kids, like I'm sort of like, you know, out of your life, but yeah. I don't know, it's kind, of a, it's kind of a trip. I think about Evan, my own son, like, and how much like, he, he's so dependent on me now, but at one point, like now I'm completely dependent of you guys. In fact, even the, the final cord that I cut from you and mom was I used to share your Costco membership. <laughs> yeah. I was mom's husband. Which was a scam, by the <laughs> way. Was, you were pulling on us for was, 10 years. No, I was on the card as mom's husband. So I had access to your Costco membership. And you got all, all the money I spent came back to you guys as points, which was a few thousand dollars a yeah, year. Well, you weren't paying the, 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 yeah, uh, it's like, it's the, like the monthly bucks. fee. Anyways. Whatever, you owe me that. That's true. It's finally over. I am now completely, 100% dissolved from you guys. But, like, what's that like as a dad to where you spend 18 years raising me, loving me? And, of course, you still do raise me and love me. But now you and mom are on your own. Like, I don't know. Well, it's, 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 it's crazy because, like, I'll look in the mirror sometimes. And, I'll, like, when I'm shaving, I'll go, when did my dad show up? Right, <laughs> you know, and then I look at you, and I'm like so proud of you and Nicole and the family because you're you're doing your own thing and you're you're so successful, and I don't mean financially. I just mean like as a father and a husband and a son and a brother. You you you're doing a remarkable job. Thank you. And those boys are like just oh my god, we can't get enough of them. And They're great. And Evan and Grant, when they're when you guys were here for Christmas, I couldn't keep my hands off of those boys. I just wanted to hug them and you and they're Nicole. Um, you look back and you go, "That's my legacy." Yeah. You look back and you said, "I, I hope." This is how I feel. I hope I'm leaving the world a better place by having a great son and grandkids who can do an awesome job. And then, you know, you watch Evan and you watch Grant, and they're so different. They sure are. And then you watch Nicole, who's sweet as could be, and and Bingo and Moxie, my two two favorite (laughs) adopted dogs. Right. Um, It's, you know, that's that's all you leave. I remember... Do you have any regrets? Do you have any regrets as a dad? And not like a dad now where I'm, you know, older, but any, like, regrets as when I was in my teens or my... 
preteens? You know, I don't, I don't have a lot of regrets because I was really fortunate to have a job that I earned a decent living where we could do everything. And my most fondest memories are like when I had a, I had a bike with like a, a, a kid's seat on the back. You probably don't remember this. <laughs> no. But every day, every day I would take you for a ride. I had a 10-speed with a kid's seat on the back, which if you think about today is insane. No, they're no illegal one, now. They're illegal they're, and no one wore a helmet. Now, right. I'd be popping wheelies on that bike <laughs> and like popping curbs with you on the back. Um, I don't really have any regrets. Okay. Well, um, you should. Um, because, you know, I wish, you know, I... I don't have any regrets. We had so much fun, and we spent so much family time yeah. together on vacations and stuff. Um, well, it's funny what you say about that, because when I think back to some of the things I remember the most, <clears throat> it's stuff like, remember when you would go for runs around yeah. like Lake North to Lake South, yeah. and I would follow you on my bike? It's it's weird shit, and, and I've, I've been really cognizant of that with Evan. Like Some of the, my most fun memories are some of the stuff that you and I did that was really benign. Yeah. Like that, like you go for a run, Simple and stuff. I'd follow you on my yeah. bike. Yeah, and I still remember that stuff, and it sits with me. Yeah. So I try to take that same tact with with Evan and Grant, where it's this these weird, simple, just it's attention. It's yeah. just it's his time, and yeah, vaca- vacations of course are always the best. Our our family really knows how to like. We take a vacation and we just like suck every drop. Out of yeah. a vacation, we are serious we vacationers. We Very are. Vaca- we are. We are. And, and not to say that what we do is like we do simple things, but when we're together, like it's like noon from sunup to sundown. Like I feel like our family really knows how to like enjoy a vacation. And then you come back to, to town and, and work yeah. hard. But yeah, no, because I, I was thinking about my own regrets as a dad, and I'm lucky too that I'm able to spend time because it's corny as all hell. But all that matters is time. Just spending time with your kids yeah. and doing all that crap. Even the silly, dumb little things. that That's what matters but, the most. But, you know, like often, like mom and I will look on your Facebook and Instagram and we'll look at you and Nicole and say, damn, you guys are doing a great job. I mean, you really are. Even when we stay with you, the boys have so much fun and and you're always doing good stuff with them. And well, and, 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 and that's that's why we... We love looking at that stuff. I mean, you, right, you well, guys really are. I appreciate that. Well, all right. Before we we're, get we're too getting much off here, track, yeah, this, this is, is yeah, going to yeah. be a boring show right, if yeah. we don't get all into right. some serious all shit right. here. Let's try to get. So, you know, one of the things that you have handed down to me, which I gave you a hard time about, is that I repeat stories like crazy. You're aware of that, right? You you are aware that you repeat yourself. Please huh? don't. <laughs> huh? I guess so. And I think that a part of that is that's because, a Jewish thing. Is it? I don't know. Well, then, it, that, then it's coming out in me. It's hereditary because I do that too. And I, I, I think it's part of my show. You, but see, all right, here's me sticking up for you and me. I mean, you and I talk to probably 100 people a day. Yeah. Like legitimately, you especially. Well, I got I mean, a thousand employees. Seriously, today when you and I left your hotel, the valet was as happy to see you as your assistant. Well, like, that guy's a cool guy. He seems like a cool guy. <laughs> He's really, he really <laughs> he is. He looks really cool. But I just mean like you forget if you talk if you and you legitimately talk to somebody and have small talk. I pride myself on small talk. Yeah, I'm a very good small talker. But it's like you sort of have these chestnut stories that you tell people. It's hard to remember, and sometimes you forget. And our, poor mom and poor Nicole 
and poor, I don't know who else. So I've, I've started telling the people around me, if I start telling you a story that I've already told you, just tell me. Yeah. Stop me and be like, I've heard that one before. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> yeah. I, just just tell me yeah. because I don't want to be a repeater. And it's not like I was talking to Don, my father-in-law, on the uh, drive-in from the airport. And I think a lot of people get like terrified that they're becoming their parents. And I think what's cool is like a lot of what's making me, yes, there's certain parts of you that I've picked up. I wish I didn't. Yes, I repeat myself. I'm really hairy. I have an ingrown hair right now on my chest that's driving me crazy that you probably get too. There's certain things that I got from you that I wish I did. I don't have any hair. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're the hairiest guy. Remember that one time when <laughs> you and I, I, was, I was sitting on the porch in junior high talking to this girl, Erin, and you came out in like running shorts <laughs> and you stood above us and I remember Erin looked up and saw your balls. You, you probably you remember there were some handsome balls just because they, they were hairy, super hairy, for a, a twelve, thirteen year old girl. This She's year. probably scarred for life. She might have been. I'm so, a hairy son of a gun. Yeah, yeah. I got more hair on my ass than most people have on their heads. It's true. So thank you for passing that down to me. But you know, listen, there's plenty of. That's good a good trait. It's true, and a lot of cultures, it's it's a uh, it's a big deal. Right. But uh, you also pass down a lot of really good things. My work ethic, my you know. Uh, honesty and whatever all the good stuff that's made me successful but yeah whenever someone i'm telling them a story i've already told them so you are aware of that don't it's why are you giving I've yourself pause i you guess serious? yeah 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 all yeah, right well yeah. fine okay good that. yeah right, I'm, good. I'm a repeater good but that's okay so yeah. good stories are meant to be repeated yeah all right well, well good so in speaking of stories you told me a really good story today and i was pissed at you because I was like, listen, have you heard, the name of my goddamn podcast is saved for the show. And on our ride in after work tonight, you told me a great story. So now we need to pretend that I never heard to it. To relive it. All right. And you have to, it's, yeah. it's really good. So you need so to tell this me This is again. a good story. So, yeah. This is one of the funniest things. So in my job, I have like a thousand employees. And this one employee, I have to be really good here because I can't use names right. and things like that. You could get in but trouble. But he was using the internet for things he shouldn't have been and not like buying sheets for his house <laughs> right i mean this guy was on this guy worked, at work at work okay so don't say what he did but, but the reason he, a, he had access yeah, to the internet is because he dealt with customers and needed access sometimes to look up stuff to help them okay and so that's not why we were looking at him. He was just a bad employee. He was just a jack off, and he needed to. I mean, move you can on. tell when someone's kind of yeah. He's a just, he was just he was a scammer. Yeah, he was just you know. Anyhow, so we started looking at his internet usage, and it was a violation of the company policy. And so, I'll make this a long story short. So we're looking at all his internet usage. Me and the guy who was his boss his direct his boss and <laughs> so he was looking at sites that had a lot of pop-ups like sexual pop-ups <laughs> and at work at I mean, work at on, work bro. at work while he's in a public like, area where like he could be sitting at a desk and you're talking to him and he's looking at like stuff that you well, wouldn't look at at home going, yeah. like so anyhow he's looking at some very inappropriate websites right um which is amazing that they came up because of our firewall yeah. and web sense and all that but anyhow so 
so it's I'm in my office and it's me and this one guy and we're looking at all the stuff and he's looking at and these pop-ups come up and the and the guy's standing so behind me. You're like reliving this guy. We're reliving what this guy's yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah. by click by click of his oh, mouth. Gosh. So these pop-ups come up and instead of clicking out of them. He clicks into them to look at these images. Who clicks into pop-ups? Well, especially on these morons, kind of sites, right? Morons. At work. At no work. Less. At work. Ugh. Instead of talking to customers and doing what he's supposed to do, he's looking at these pop-ups. Because he couldn't do that at home. He had to do it at work. I, I guess so. Oh my I guess God. so. So his boss is standing behind me. He was this really, really cool guy. We say he was from like Tanzania. He's from Tanzania. Right. So not from America. No. Right. But he went to Originally. college in America. And okay. He's well educated and, and just a class act. Sure. Like the kind of guy who like dresses impeccably. Like he probably spends like 20 minutes with his tie. Right. I mean, everything is right. like, and he's just Put a together. class act. I mean, he's like Mr. GQ. Right. So he's leaning over my shoulder and he looks at my screen and he says to me, Rick. He's looking at something called Shamali's. <laughs> Shamali's. I go, no. He's looking at something called She-Males. Oh, God. And his eyes like popped out like they were on fire. <laughs> he goes, whoa, She-Males. Um, so we were absolutely, you know, I mean, I obviously just, the guy's no longer with us. I mean, but it, it was hysterical. It's Shamali's. Like, not like tamale, a tamale. <laughs> not like he's looking up a tamale recipe. Shamali, there were shemales yeah. like doing the whole um, everything, everything. The I, whole I, there's the, the like chicks in. with dicks. That's what. The, <laughs> exactly. That's actually the name of the site he was on. I, I, I should make the episode the title of this episode shemales. Shamali, shemales, shemales. I mean, like it's one thing to be at work and listen. I used to work with a bunch of guys. You work with fellas that you kind of have a, a sense of humor with. You send each other a joke that's not safe for work, or a GIF, or a video yeah. that might be like Kate Upton dancing, or like a bikini girl. But to like, I almost, I almost want to say like, even if it was some sort of like G-rated porno, I don't know. Like, I almost give someone a pass. But like, I feel like as a as a as a what's no, a, this was this ser- is like hardcore. This was serious. He was like, looking at um, like triple X-rated female on female. Right, that, um, Butt that's penetration. A, right, stuff. That's, that's what he's looking like, at. That is like throwing all caution to yeah, the wind. Yeah, no, this was some, this it. was some serious violation of. Uh, I, I don't know how he was able to view it to this day. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like as far as like a as a customer to come upon that, if they came upon him looking at a bikini pic, they might be like, "Oh, hey, look at that's come yeah. on, turn that off." But like butt sex and shemales, like yeah, no, this th- this was not some much serious. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is one serious. Shamali's. Shamali's. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that was hysterical. That's that's a great story. Shamali's. Yeah. I remember another story because you, I mean, you, uh, you work in Vegas. You know, you run a casino, like, and a lot of my friends are always like, "Oh, is your dad in the mob? Is he like?" I could kill someone if I wanted <laughs> right. to. Not, not yeah, really. Of course not. But yeah. people think that, like, I know it's they, crazy. They think that you're like in the mafia, or that you're like, you know, in the penthouse, like. With a guy, you're gonna break his fingers, and I, I, I tell them like I wish I could tell you these great stories. You did tell me one story once where there was a guy I think when you were at Station Casinos where he owned a ton of gay bars, and he was like he wanted to give you all this money. He was like, Rick, I, I, I had nothing. I had to collect a debt from this guy, and he wanted me to come to this bar to collect it. 
I'm not going to that bar. Right. I mean, I can't even say the name of it on your show. I don't even know if it's still in business. No, no. Uh, flex, it, the flex is like I, in Vegas. That, that's sort of like. There's the another one, but I, I, I don't know. Well, if don't I even could, say it. I don't want to say I don't, it. I don't want to get you in trouble. You but, can get in trouble. But he wanted me to come there to collect what he owed. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not to... going there. And I said, what Why if people just... saw me going in there? You come down here and pay, right? If you owe us money, and um, but he did ultimately wind up paying. You know, but I remember you told me like you went to his hotel room. And there was like stacks of money, and he was just like, "Rick, you have a family. Just like take this money." He wanted to give you like thousands yeah, of dollars, and you were crazy. like, "It sounds crazy." Like that's it the is, thing. It is a crazy like, job. I'm, I love my job, though. I mean, every day I wake up, I can't wait to go to work. I'm so lucky to have a job that I love. But you see, like it's like like the hangover. And, and a couple weeks ago, I had my friend on who lives in Vegas. We talked a bit about this. Like I think to some people, Vegas is like a playground. But it's also, they just, like, take advantage of it, and weird things happen. People think if they don't come to Vegas and black out drunk and waste a lot of money and get crazy, like, how do you deal with that side? Because you're a serious guy, and well, you take you know, this very I, seriously. I am, I am. I, and, and, and my employees tell me I'm serious, but it, it's a business like any other business. Um, but, you know, sometimes people come to Vegas, and they become, like, instant idiots and and, yeah. and and they do the most ridiculous things because they think they can get away with it whether it's abusing your employees dropping the f-bomb this and that but you know to me it's normal the things people do in las vegas in a casino if they were to do it like walmart or right. starbucks they'd get arrested of course it's crazy yes i felt it's weird crazy. today i was at mandalay bay today and i was drinking a beer in the bar and like I was gonna to go to the bathroom, and I, w- I almost felt like I had to put the beer down to go in the bathroom. Yeah. In a casino, you can smoke, you can drink, yeah. you can do anything you want, and it's like. But you can't abuse the employees. Of course, you can't do that. Right. But I almost feel like to some people, Vegas is that last bastion of like, I don't know. You need to go there. To well, it's like get hedonism. These. You can yes. you can do what you want to to some extent, but the business has changed because. You know, it's it's the hospitality business. It's right. the gambling business. Well, you probably but you care can't about cross the line. I love my employees. I don't let them take abuse. Well, and those people that come and treat Vegas like a toilet probably don't spend any money either. No, like as far as from you're concerned, from a pure money perspective, those people don't gamble. Nah, they they're, they, they they're, just come they're to Vegas to hang out and have go fun. to the pool and have yeah. a few drinks. And it's like yeah, some of the stories you've told me about people who are like. You know, in one night we'll lose a million dollars. Like that yeah. is just how much? It's, it's insane. Yeah, what's like the biggest guy that's like? I saw in, someone once lose twelve million dollars in one I night. I mean, it's like insane. How could you lose twelve million dollars? But mean, one time I there played are people blackjack. who have so much money that twelve million dollars to them is like losing twelve hundred, exactly. which is a lot. I mean, twelve million dollars to yeah. anybody is probably yeah. a lot. But that twelve, where, where, what game do you play to lose twelve Baccarat. million dollars? Baccarat. What's Baccarat? You know why Baccarat is the most badass game? Because right. no one plays it. And no one knows how. Well, a lot what, of, what is most it? people who play it are Asian. So, But what is it based on? Is it poker based? No, it's based on you get two cards. And you get two cards. To deal, the, it's two hands. The banker hand, the player hand. Whoever gets the closest to nine. 
Well, it sounds exciting We're already. Ready. It's boring. It's the most boring game in the world. But why is it There's worth no the strategy. So, okay. There's no thinking. But why does it have the most money around it? Because you allow people to bet two, three hundred thousand a hand. And you can't bet that on blackjack because the odds aren't good enough. Well, no, you can. But, but blackjack, if you understand the game and play basic strategy and good money management and follow the cards. You can do Blackjack's okay. the only game where you can actually turn the house advantage to your favor. Well, I thought that was craps. I thought craps was your best odds. No, blackjack. Blackjack If you play basic. The, the odds. Yeah, but black but blackjack if you I don't call you a card counter or an advantage player. Right. But if you understand the math intimately Knowing like there's not another ace. So if I play you, this you can actually turn the house advantage in your favor right it's the only game you can do that with that's but why that's why they would let you bet 100 grand a hand though right because they're not stupid absolutely. that's the thing it's like all my friends who come to vegas to win money i'm like listen it's an entire town and excuse me an entire strip built on people losing money yeah. if the if the casinos didn't win money they would We'd be, be out of business cardboard houses right so right. just put that into perspective. Yeah. I don't. Is there anyone out there that's been a lifetime gambler who's ahead? I mean, really? Like well, somebody, I mean, long term, no, because the house always has an advantage. People do get lucky, though. You and then can leave. get lucky for life and then leave. And never play again. That's just the odds, the statistics. That's the theoretical advantage. It happens. Right. But overall, long term, you look at all the standard deviations of gambling, no, we have a house advantage, but sometimes people win. But whoever was the who was the first guy to say like, you know what? People come here to gamble, but we need to have shows and restaurants. I mean, that's one thing about Vegas. Some of the restaurants on the Strip are got to be some of the best in at least yeah. the U.S. if not the world. But I mean, that's what's changed about Las Vegas. Well, remember, first, but remember, right. remember, like in the early '90s. When they were like, hey, Vegas is for families. Yeah. And they that made died. Excalibur and, yeah, and that the went over like a fart in church. Oh my God. And those something. but and those poor those poor casinos are still around. Yeah, but I mean, that's but, like a but, ghost town. But, but you know, today people come to Las Vegas. First of all, let me tell you something. There's over thirty five hundred places to gamble in the United States. Every state has gambling but Alaska and Hawaii. People, every state now? Every state. People come to Las Vegas. Because it's Vegas, right. the strip, the entertainment, the shows, the 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 celebrity chefs. It's an awesome place to come and hang out. But gambling, you can gamble anywhere. So Las Vegas has reinvented itself. Yeah, it has to be just a fun adult playland. There's so much to do here. I want to do that. I want to come with Nicole one time and come as a tourist. Because I've never done that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like for a 30... 30- I could hook you up, man. Would you I know please? people. <laughs> do good. Because yeah. as a 32-year-old man, I'm probably in a minority. You're not 32 yet. All right. I'll be th- I- I've been saying that. Nicole gave me shit about that, too. I'm 31. You got like a f- three weeks. All right. Okay. What are you pushing the envelope Sorry, you're for? Right. Sorry. I'm 31. As a 31-year-old yeah. man, the only bachelor party in Vegas I've been to is my own. And so I've never really been to Vegas. Did I get invited to that party? You didn't. You Were know, there hookers? No, there were strippers. You know who invited himself, though? Who? Brent's dad. Brent's dad? Yeah. Chucky? Chuck, yeah. So my best man of my wedding's dad came to my bachelor party. Where was this at? I just, this is the first I'm hearing about it. It was like we had dinner at some Mexican joint on the strip. And then we went and, and I talked about this. We played poker or blackjack at like 
What's what's the the Stardust? Is the Stardust still around? No, they're gone. Okay, we, but maybe you know, ten years ago. Yeah. Whatever. We played poker there and we ended up at the Spearmint Rhino. Oh, that's a serious place. And you know what? It was at the time when remember when Howard Stern would come to town and do his shows. I like Howard Stern. Of course, who doesn't? He would do his shows uh, from there. Bowie. Right. <laughs> Hank the Angry Dwarf. Do you remember him? Hank the Dwarf. Yes, yeah. He was there at the Spearmint Rhino, and so was Rob Schneider. Rob and Schneider. I almost think at the time, um, Stuttering John was still on Stern. Whatever happened to that guy? He went, did he get fired? He, well, he quit, and he went to The Tonight Show and did announcing until that whole like Conan, Jay uh-huh. Leno thing happened. Anyways, went to Spearmint Rhino and, you know, whatever. I got strippers and whatever. However, I've never been to Vegas as a tourist. I need to do that. I need well, to make it happen. I could hook you up, man. I know people. All right. Well, we'll make that happen. Okay. Third How's this show going? Good. Is it really? I think so. Okay. It's, I don't see anyone laughing. Well, <laughs> you, okay. you've been laughing. Okay. No, the show's been going good. Uh, it's, I'm glad you bring right. that up. I, listen, I don't know why I do these things. I really enjoy them. There's a, there's a couple hundred people that seem to as well. I'm, I think I'm going to give stand-up a shot. Who? Stand-up. Comedy. Stand-up, you could do it. You inherited that I'm going to do me. it. I, you know, I want to tell you something. I've what? never told anyone this. Okay. But when I was younger in my career, I had a very risque side of me you know what they used to call me what sick rick really sick Sick rick Rick. that's right you know what's funny it's so funny you say that because i worked at buck wild my previous job for like a couple years and i thought i was just like a normal guy (laughs) until they met nicole and they were like dan's gross (laughs) like dan's his sense of humor is gross you inherited that from me so okay yeah. Full circle. I yeah. inherited. I tell stories, body hair, and your weird sense of humor too. So yeah. thank you for that. Because yeah, well, that's good. It's good. Yeah. It'll serve you well. It really has. Sick yeah. Rick. That's a great. Sick Rick. Yeah. Right, I had well, a very um, foul mouth. Um, how was uh, it? Was it hard to not to? I don't curse in front of the kids at all. And you don't really. I remember the first I time. I hardly ever curse. You really me. don't. But I can tell you probably curse a lot without me being around. Well, when I'm pissed off. Right, right. Or in driving. Oh, my God. You're the worst driver. You'll be like, this fucking brat. Like, you are, when you drive, you get off. How do I jack off driving? They jack can't off. pay attention. <laughs> yeah, they you, can't pay attention. You're supposed to fucking drive. You're not supposed to get in your lane and move. Right. No, you have no patience for bad drivers. I don't. I don't, I don't have oh. patience for bad anything. I think I'm going to call this episode Sick Rick. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, speaking of that, okay. So your your outro music. What, what what should I be playing right now when I'm we're ending the show? Well, I I, I always like Steely Dan. Yeah. Um, from that era. Thank you for instilling a love of Steely Dan. In I me, love Steely Dan. I just not? um, but um, only because my name's Rick. I guess uh, Ricky don't lose that number would be appropriate. Very appropriate. Yeah. that or Bodostafa. Bodostafa. I like Bodostafa. You as a Steely Dan fan. The fact that you like Bodostafa so much, I think. Says I don't even a lot. know what the hell that means. I just you know like what it the means? beat. I think it's like a, I don't want like a Hindu or like a Buddhism. It means like peace or something. Peace. That's a peace great song. Peace be with you, brother. But that song barely has any lyrics. It's yeah. just like noodling. Bodostafa. Yeah, they were probably stoned when they wrote that song. I think they were probably stoned. On probably Austin's smoking roads. some weed. You know what I was going to bring up? What? This is for another show. When I got caught smoking weed at USD, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I've been saving that for a show. We're we're so deep in this show; it's not yeah. the time to bring it up on another show. But yeah, okay, Ricky, don't lose that number, Dad. 
Real, this, is, this has been a real treat. This real is pleasure. my treat too, man. Good. I love Good. you. I, I love, love you too, Nicole, Dad. I love the boys. No. This is awesome. I, I hope I hope this show was appropriate and people enjoyed <laughs> yes. it. I think it has to been. To me, it, it's just our normal day-to-day conversation That's as true. a father and son. That I just love you. I love you too, Pop. And uh, we wish you the best. And uh, to to my son's brother-in-law, Eddie, I hope you like that babinka. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. Save it for the show. This is Dan. Take care. Bye-bye.